Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to Healthy Mama Hacks, a weekly mini podcast where I share my best tips for hacking your healthy mama life with simple tips for easier eating, cooking, and living a healthy mama life in 20 minutes or less. Let's do this, mama. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Healthy Mama Hacks, and today we are digging into a topic that I find that people either love or hate to talk about, and that is budgeting. I won't lie, I used to be in the hate category. I used to not want to talk about money or budgeting. It just felt so limiting, especially around food. But not anymore. I shared last year that one of the things that my coach Paige has helped me learn in the last couple of years is that much like with eating, the freedom in budgeting comes from the ability to choose where your money goes and what you'll spend it on. It's not a free-for-all, spend every penny you have on whatever and then leave nothing left for the important things. Just like when we eat whatever, whenever, without ever considering how food makes us feel, we will likely end up run down and lacking. There's freedom in balance. So before I begin and before I jump into how we budget groceries, I want to just make an important note that the numbers that I'm using today are all examples. This isn't me sharing with you how much you should spend on groceries, how much I think you should spend on groceries. I'm going to share how you can decide how much you should spend on food in a later episode, but today I just really want to share with you my grocery budgeting method, how we budget, and how you can utilize how we budget in order to budget in a way that works well for you and your family. One thing that makes our grocery budgeting method unique is that we utilize several services to reduce our grocery budget and also allow us the products that we love to keep on hand, like high-quality meat and staple pantry items, be delivered to our door while still sticking to our budget. And I'll share a little bit about why that helps us to stick to our budget in just a minute. But the two services that we love to use are Thrive Market and ButcherBox. We order from Thrive Market monthly and we order from Butcher Box every other month unless we have an extra need for extra meat, like I'm doing a ton of recipe testing or something like that. Otherwise, it's every other month. These are large parts of our grocery budget, so we factor these in before we create our weekly budget. And again, I'm going to share with you exactly how to create your own weekly budget, but today I'm just sharing what works for us. So let's just do some quick math. For example, 
If our monthly budget was $800 and we spent $150 at Thrive Market every month and $150 at ButcherBox every other month, so $75 monthly, this means we have $800 minus $150, that's $650, minus $75, that means then we have $575 to spend on groceries for the month. Then we can divide this total by four for our weekly budget, so 575 divided by 4 is about $144 a week on any other groceries. In the summer and the fall, we have also signed up for a local CSA, and so that's also factored in. So it's about $15 a week that we've already spent. So that lowers our budget to around $128 a week. And so that is how we typically figure out our weekly budget. And again, these numbers are just examples, so it is whatever works for you and your budget. But the same thing goes if you want to do a different type of monthly stock up. So I have a whole episode on how to do a monthly stock up, which is something that we still utilize, and that means going to a bulk store like Costco or BJ's or Sam's Club, or just doing one very large grocery shop. So I oftentimes do this at Trader Joe's or at Whole Foods especially, if I need to get things in bulk, because Whole Foods is really great. Um, they have a really great bulk section, and this is a great way to save money, which I will share in a future episode on budgeting tips. And then we divide the rest up the rest of the month. So an example here. If we've got that $800 a month and we just do a big $300 big shop, then that's $500 left. $500 divided by three, those other three weeks, is $167 a week for the rest of the month. So you can choose to do both or either. It's totally up to you, but this is what works for us. But here is where I see a lot of women get tripped up with their budgeting is not factoring in those online orders and those big bulk shops as well. They go, okay, my grocery budget is $800 divided by four, that's $200 a week. And then they're like, why does it feel like I'm spending so much money on food? Why am I always going over my food budget? We need to make sure that we are factoring in that big shop at the beginning of the month and also those orders before we go ahead and figure out what our weekly budget is. It's also important to consider if going out to eat and having meals out, takeout, are a part of your grocery budget or separate. We keep them separate because it's just easier for me to separate those in my head, but we know that we eat out or do takeout typically twice a month, um, and oftentimes one extra time for like a lunch as a family. And so that also factors into our weekly meals as well because those are meals that we don't need to plan for. If we do eat out an extra meal during a month, I do take this directly from our food budget. This is a personal choice. It's totally up to you how you want to handle this, um, but that's just something that I will do. If we eat an extra meal, that's not something I need to budget for. So on a weekly basis, there are three ways that we make our budget work. So the first way we make our budget work is by doing those online orders and or a monthly stock up, subtracting that from our total and then dividing up weekly. That's our weekly budget. But on a weekly basis, we make our budget work with a weekly staples list, meal planning and prepping ahead. To create our actual weekly list, first we need to take into consideration the staples that we buy each and every week, or at least most weeks. I have a whole episode on this that I will link in the show notes. This both simplifies shopping and budgeting, so it's a method that I love to use. 
I spend a little bit of time, a couple of months pricing it out so I know approximately how much we need to spend every week on staples. So an example of how this might look is, okay, every week we know we buy things like spinach, frozen fruit, almond milk for smoothies, we buy eggs every week, we buy bread, we buy lemons for lemon water, and then I add all of that up and let's say it's $30 in weekly staples. We know that we have plenty in our budget to cover the staples, and we also know that even if we spend more one week or another, we need that every week, so that's kind of our baseline budget. Those are the things that we buy every single week just to keep our family going, with breakfast, with lunches, whatever it might be on your Staples grocery list. So we want to make sure that no matter what we spend throughout the month, that amount each week is available at the end of the month. And so it prevents us from overspending at the beginning of the month, knowing, okay, I need at least $30 every single week to just keep my family going. So that is our staples grocery list, and I find that to be really, really helpful. And if you want to go even further, you can subtract that amount. Say subtract that $30, and knowing this, you know that you know using that first example, you have about $103 to spend every week at the store on other items. And that just helps to kind of calm down the overspending or extra buying because you know, okay, wow, initially I thought I had $200 a month to spend or $200 a week to spend on groceries, except when I realized that I'm doing some online orders and that I have these staple groceries, I really only have, you know, $104 a week to spend on the other items. So if we don't purchase all of the staples, if I happen to have extra spinach for smoothies or I didn't use up all of the frozen fruit, then it's just more for the next week. It does not have to be crazy detailed. This is not something that I live and breathe by, but it is something that just kind of helps me to clarify what we use every single week and to not overspend. We try typically to not go over our budget because we typically do need that amount weekly. And if we are constantly taking from the next week, then we end up in a pickle at the end of the month. And if we do go over, then we just try and take from the next week. So we go, okay, if we spent $120 this week, then we're going to take $16 out from the next week. We have used an envelope system in the past to manage this. But I found that it didn't necessarily work for me. I don't love carrying cash. So now what I do is I have an account that I use for just a few main expenses that we keep the grocery money in. And that works really well because I kept leaving my envelope at home and I was always just spending whatever was in the envelope. And now I'm like, okay, this is what's in the account. This is the amount that I use for groceries and I just use that specific account. So that is just what works for us. You can do it in a way that works for you, um, but we found that that was the best way to stick to our budget, to have what we need, but to not go over because that account is limited because it just has those expenses in it. Um, of course, I could always put more money in if need be, but it tends to just curb things a little bit. The second thing that helps us um, stick to our budget on a weekly basis is meal planning. You guys know that I love to talk about meal planning, but meal planning is huge for sticking to our budget. If you're not meal planning, either you're going to end up taking a second trip to the store and often overspending, or you're going to be eating some really weird meals at the end of the week, and there's nothing wrong with weird meals, but I like a little bit more structure. 
I have a couple episodes specifically on how I make meal planning work for my family, including the two lists that make meal planning a breeze, how I organize my recipes in my recipe binder. So I will link those down below. But meal planning is really key to making sure that we are actually sticking to our grocery budget because it's hard to stick to something when you don't actually know what you need. The third thing that helps us to stick to our grocery budget weekly is prepping ahead. So doing some light prep is really key to making sure we're actually eating the things on our plan and the things that we buy at the grocery store and not just grabbing takeout because we're tired and it's the end of the night and we're like, I don't really want to cook. Because yes, even though I am a chef and I love to cook, I have plenty of nights where I'm like, I just don't want to. When things are prepped ahead, it means that I can throw things together quickly without much effort. And I don't go crazy with my prep, as most of you know. I mostly prep ingredients and I share all three methods of meal prep within my Healthy Mama meal prep course because everyone is different. Just like with nutrition, there is no one size fits all when it comes to meal prep. For us, we typically prep mostly ingredients and this just helps us to make sure that we have the ingredients on hand to pull together quick meals and this just helps us to prevent overspending and especially prevent overspending on takeout because when you have easy meals on hand and ingredients for easy meals, it's easy to make meals. So that is what I have for you guys today. That is how we structure our grocery budget and a few of the ways that we personally stick to our grocery budget. I hope it was helpful for some insight into what we do when it comes to creating our grocery budget. And next week, I'm going to share with you how to create your own grocery budget, how to figure out how much you should be spending monthly, how to figure out how much you should be spending weekly, and how to make it work for you and your family, no matter what your financial situation. As always, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to join in on the conversation in the Healthy Balanced Mamas Facebook community. It's just facebook.com slash group slash Healthy Balanced Mamas, where we have weekly Friday coffee chats where we often talk about the topics of these Healthy Mama Hacks episodes, and I just share tips, tools, and tricks to living an easier and less stressful, healthy, balanced mama life. Have a great weekend, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.